Nigel, can we just start with Team News? How's the squad looking ahead of two games over the Easter period? Yeah, OK, we've, uh, we've got Cal Naismith um, trained fully today and Thomas is back out there too, so he, he'll do a bit more over the next week. So, yeah, hopefully we'll have uh, both of those players back after the Easter programme um, in some guys. Uh, on top of that, Alex Scott's making good uh, progression. So, again, not for this weekend, but afterwards, hopefully he'll be... He'll be available. Yeah, there was some talk of Cal returning for <coughs> Stoke. Is that just a bit too soon for him? Um, it's it's really about as uh, the answer to that is yes, in some ways, um, but it's more about us uh, making sure that he's back and stays back. You know, that's the big thing. Um, so he needs to build up the amount of training that he's that he does. So he was involved in the eleven v eleven this morning, which is uh, you know always a an important part of of the week's preparation so and he was fine so no problems with that you were encouraged by the performance against mm. reading um i guess you want a similar performance at stoke but um a bit more cutting edge yeah i suppose that's one way of putting it it look if we perform like that in every game i'll be pretty happy because we'll win games um i think our performance certainly uh deserved a lot more i don't no, I can't think anybody who went to that game and saw it live would think we did anything other than played well. So that's just sometimes the nature of football can, or the the way it goes can can be uh, very frustrating. You know, a side who didn't really create anything and got a goal from a from a set play, and we've defended set plays particularly well for quite a long time now. So you know, unfortunate, but uh, um, like I say. Those types of standards are what we're looking for in every game, and that is to move the ball quickly, to cause a threat in the box, and, and um, you know it's good for Tommy to get back and get on the score sheet. Uh, so, yeah, so positives as well as some frustrations. Actually. Absolutely, we talked about Tommy after the game on mm. on Saturday. You're probably a player who wants to play both games. Over, um, are you still managing him? Bearing in mind that was yeah. his first start since um, since January, wasn't it? Yeah, and we decided before the game that sixty minutes would be tops for him, and and so he went sixty minutes, and and but he was definitely start to blow up before that. So it it's about being realistic. You got to remember that players who play um, in a very explosive way like he does, um, you know, it's it, you've got to be sensible, and 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 I don't want players pacing themselves either uh, that's one thing I can't stand and that is players who just try and uh, get through situations I want them to play um, flat out and if it means that they only last for half a game then uh, I'll accept that more than somebody who just wants to uh, look after themselves and we also talked after the game about um, Anis and Harry, who only joined the club in, yeah. in January. Um, is it as simple as a goal might just kickstart things for, for both players? Yeah, maybe. Uh, if they look, the thing for me is this: uh, that forwards, yeah, you want them to score goals because that's how they judge themselves. But providing they're doing what the team needs and what we ask them to do, then uh, you know, I'll be. I'll be relatively happy with that. And that's the thing, that, that 
players are asked to do a job for the team and uh, and both of them work very very hard yeah they both want to score a goal because I think that will settle them down somewhat but um, uh, there's lots to come from both of them so I'm not, you know I don't worry about that too much and Stoke have had a couple of notable away victories in, in recent weeks. Right. What kind of opposition will they be for you on Friday? Well, they're in a good run. So, um, one of the form teams, they're one point ahead of us. Um, so, it's, it, it's, it's always a tough game uh, when you go there. And, uh, you know, the game that we played just after Christmas was a disappointment for us in terms of um, how we, you know, how we conceded on that day. Uh, we caused ourselves a few problems. Um, they're our next opponent, so it's just one of those things that we we, we want to try and win the game uh, to finish the season as well as possible. But it will be a it will be a difficult game because you know they've got some good players. Um, Powell's come back into the side up top, and he presents a different type of a threat. Um, small Bowen, who just plays behind, is, is a creative player. They've got some good energy in midfield too. Uh, so, But again, it, it's a game in which we'll certainly uh, have our chances if we, if we go there with the positive intent to, to, to do the type of job that we want to do on them. And you spoke to Ed last week about motivation between now and the end of the season and the performance yeah. against Reading, so there's plenty of motivation. Mm -hmm. In terms of the summer and looking forward, do you have in your mind who you want to keep at the club, who you might consider letting go, or are players still playing for their futures between now and the end of the campaign? There's only question marks over two or three players, and, you know, uh, discussions are ongoing. Um, outside of that, this will be the first summer since I've been here that we've not got a lot of players out of contract um, so I would expect this summer to be more of a, um, a more positive summer in terms of us adding to what we've already got rather than uh, replacing departures <laughs> for want of a better term um, so yeah this summer will be important but players Players have always got plenty to play for. And if they don't think so, then they won't play, quite frankly. <laughs> so so uh, it, it's quite straightforward as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's no such thing as a dead rubber uh, in my mind. There's always something that, uh, that matters. And, and firstly, we want to finish the season well, because if we can't, um, make any further progressions this year, then it's about preparing for next year. That's how that's how you know that's how the mentality has to go. So the players are, are fully aware, and, and there's a lot of competition within our squad. Um, now it's up to us to continue to try and improve our own standards. That's really what it's about. And uh, so that's just my view on it. It, it. There's always something to play for. Pleasure. And, and Cal, because you've been so patient in his recovery, just that you need to be cautious with his with his game time when he does when he does come back. I suppose it a lot will depend on on the state of the pitches as well and how he you know how he feels himself. So you know, not um, there's no point generalising about players. We we're always mindful of 
of whether players are, um, whether they are either confident or whether they have that physical robustness. So it's it's different with each player, but but um, you know, for for players who experience one injury and then pick another one up afterwards, and we've had a couple of those over the last uh, year or so. I think psychologically, it's quite it's quite a challenge for them. So it's important for us not to put undue risk in front of the players that, that hinders their commitment to play uh, and commit to, to going out there. And uh, I mean, Cal's, you know, once he's on the pitch, he just, um, he becomes what he is on the pitch. And that is a player who drives other players on and sets high standards for himself. So, you know, that's up to us to pitch it right and, and make sure that it's as safe as it can be, but you can never get rid of risk altogether. Do, do you think you've missed him from an attacking perspective and the way you from can, from an attacking attacking perspective and the way you can uh, deliver the ball? Yeah, progressive passes. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he can see passes that other players can't. He's good at breaking lines. You know, he hits a, you know, he hits great diagonals. He's got a good range of passing. So, you know, everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses. Um, We've missed him in the same way that we've probably missed Matty James when he's not been there, Alex Scott when, you know, Sykesy, you know. Every player's got their um, their strengths that they bring to the team. What we have to do is is give opportunities to other people and let them uh, bring their strengths to the team. That's why it's always important to have a good blend. Um, but the, the important thing is that the players understand what the team is. And then they bring their they bring their qualities and their uh, personal identity to the team's identity. It's um, the team's always more important than one player. Simple. Just going back to Anis Mameti, I think he's shown glimpses of what what he's about and what he's capable <clears throat> of. Yeah. I think by his own admission that he's got plenty more to offer to show. How do you think he can take that his game to the to the next level? Or what does he need to do? He just needs to be himself and enjoy his football. He's, he's quite an intense young man. He's, um, you know, already in his, what's been a short career, he's experienced uh, rejection and he's fought hard to get back in and, and, and created a really positive situation for himself. And that is getting a, a move to an ambitious championship club in us. And... And he's got a manager who's patient. So, you know, it's about it's about us as staff helping our players to reach their their potential. And if you know, even if even if um, he's a bit uh, not disappointed, but if he if he's frustrated in some ways. Um, he won't get that sort of reaction from us because it's about, you know, he's a young man, he's got lots of ability and he's got scope to improve. And, uh, and he will, he will. But, um, you know, patience is something that, and time is something that <laughs> you don't necessarily get a lot of in football, especially in my game. But it's, but I think when you, when you are investing time in young players who have ability, 
you've got to be prepared for them to be not as consistent as sometimes we would like but you know you've got to remember Anis's backstory you know so he's he's uh, very impatient with himself sometimes and, and of course that that can put added pressure on him but he'll be fine don't worry about that he's, he's a match winner just spoke to, to Richard about the talks between some players and the, and the futures going forward is there an update on Zach Viner's situation at the moment the contract situation no, not not any official updates no because you know um, those are discussions that are ongoing and um, I mean Zach's had a great season for us really good season so um, I understand that there's speculation but uh, but he's a player that we'd like to keep okay that's good and the, the summer recruitment noticed since you've been here you haven't really gone and signed players from, from abroad probably because you've had no money to do that I, I, I imagine probably but now, <laughs> and now you've got money is that a, a consideration to sign some players and um, if it was beneficial to us I've got I, look I've got no I don't have any qualms about where players come from not a problem it's just whether we think they're the right players for us so um, I, you know, I don't think of it in those terms I, I don't really understand the question either but in in as much as players are available to us, you know, who worldwide, aren't they? But whether they're the right players for us, where we are at the moment, is a, is a different thing. So I don't rule anything or anything in or anything out. We've been in the market for players from abroad over the past two years, but have not been able to do the deals because um, other clubs have gazumpters with more money so it's not that we haven't been looking abroad it's just that we've not been able to do those deals do you, um, do you generally get better value for money signing players abroad though than you do <sighs> that used to be the case and from some markets yeah but you can't again you can't generalize because uh, the financial climate's changed here so it's not about transfer fees, it's about wages these days, more often than not. There's a lot of players available on, you know, the uh, clubs aren't spent, well, championship clubs, Premier League clubs are spending millions and millions, of course they are. Um, but we're, we have to be mindful of how we spend our money. And it's much more cost-effective to be in the market for players who are available on a free. Uh, but we have a wage structure now, which we're not prepared to to move outside of, really, because there's got to be an element of fairness, and we want to have a um, as sustainable as possible operation, which it's not been. Last week, you spoke about Mark Sykes's charge and the videos you're going to send back to the TFA. Yeah. I was wondering if there's been an update or response from them. Yeah, that. but that's between us. Okay, um, Is it a response no, that you're happy no. with or? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, he's not available. Okay. It, do, it doesn't matter, but, but Kevin Friend, who is, is a decent man, he always gets back to people. 
and um, yeah, the dialogue's always positive. And uh, don't make the assumption. I'm not against people. I'm I'm against inconsistency. That's what I don't like. You know, I don't go out of my way to be antagonistic. What I um, don't like is people who give you bullshit. I was just wondering whether they know they can find if they can find a solution to to the inconsistencies. Well, look, they they haven't even done that in the Premier League with VAR. Even with VAR, they're making mistakes. So for me, it's about it's about knowledge of, you know, I see players on a game watch the other day, diving, cheating, and not being booked. I just find it bizarre. Find it bizarre. And finally, uh, from me, I was, thought it was interesting, but not wholly surprising, that your name with the bookies is among those linked with the vacant Leicester position. I just wanted to get your take on it, really, if you had one at all. I don't have a take on it. Look, I, I've, I've been very... Uh, I've managed them twice. I've managed King Power's team in Belgium too. Um, I'm really enjoyed working for them. But that ship has sailed... And I'm really happy to be here doing the job that I'm doing here. You know, so uh, they, they will be looking to make a progression from where they are now. And, you know, going back, revisiting things from the past isn't always the way forward, let's be honest. And um, I'm fully committed to what I'm doing here. It's as simple as that. Thank you. Okay. Cheers. Hi, Nigel. Um, obviously, Mark Suggs isn't available because of that suspension. Is there a different kind of uh, method with him? Does does he have a different training schedule now? Does he have to focus? No, on he's training day? with us. You know, it, it, look, it's it's that's it's at the stage of the season now where we're you know single figures games left. He's a really fit lad. It's unfortunate that we're missing him. Um, He's just going to have to make sure he keeps himself ready for when he's next available because he'll need to break back into the side. So um, he'll be doing he'll be doing what the rest of the players are doing and doing stuff on top of that. But you know, it's uh, it, it, it's more maintenance than it is development with him. Uh, Tommy Conway made his debut for the club under yourself two years ago. Just how much did he change from being that teenager that made his debut to what it is now? Have you seen a lot of? development in him well you must have done so I think everybody has he's a he's a uh, a player capable of uh, being one of our premier strikers at the club you know he's he's uh, he's a really good goal scorer uh, he's got a good personality which I think is very visible to everybody who watches the game and uh, He's an opponent, I'm sure, that when teams look at us for, in preparation for when they're players, he'll be a name that's mentioned a lot. So, um, but it's still early years for him and he's got a lot of development to, uh, to go and uh, I'm sure he'll have a great career. And uh, we're speaking to Omar next, um, someone who's had a string of games now. How beneficial will that be in his long-term plans going forward that he's had this taste of championship football because obviously we've seen a few players who have had a taste for championship football um, and then the next season. Well, he's, he's had that. a taste of maybe four games or something like that. 
So it's very early days, but he's he's got the attributes and in terms of his physicality, he's aggressive. Um, we've not seen the best of him technically yet because he's a decent player. And um, so look, he's got he's got a long way to go, but I'm really pleased with what we've seen so far. Uh, and I'm sure when you speak to him next, you'll see he's got a bit of humility about him, which is, if he hasn't, he'll... <laughs> uh, no, he has. Um, so he's, he's uh, a young man who's, again, been close to not being given a, a contract here in the past. And he's worked hard to work on his game. And so the rewards are there for everybody to see. And I think that's something uh, for a wider picture with all of our youngsters in the academy that that he's another player who is an example of uh, working hard in the right way. At some point, you may get a chance, and um, you know that's 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 how it's got to be. Um, you've got to work hard in life to get on. Doesn't matter whether you're gifted or not. If you're gifted but are lazy, you're destined for failure, I'm afraid.